0: You are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. For For further information on events, workshops, coaching, and free products, please visit www.SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. So, welcome to Soul Satisfaction For Women Radio. I'm Lisa Page, your host, and it's so good to have you on today's show Today I am joined by the very beautiful, very powerful and wise woman, Susie Heath. And we're going to explore the topic of woman of power, how to be one for real. And I love that I get to explore this topic with Susie because she has a wealth of both personal and professional experience for many years working with women and men most particularly women um, from around the world. And I will share more about Susie uh, and introduce her officially in a moment. Firstly, I wanted to start by just letting you know how today's call will flow. So I'll start by sharing with you some logistics so you know how to ask your questions and get the most out of today's show. Then I'll share what we'll be covering and we'll dive into the main teachings with both Susie and myself. And after that, we'll open up the lines to answer your questions. So firstly, logistics. If you have joined us via the webcast, the way to ask your questions is to type them into the question box. I know that there's a box there for your name and email address. You don't need to enter those in order to post your question. If you'd like to post your name, then obviously when we read out your question, uh, we'll know who we're talking with. Uh, So that would be great, but you can also make it an anonymous question. And each time you want to ask a new question or make a new comment, just hit the refresh button so you get a new question box. So that's if you're listening in via the webcast. If you've dialed in by telephone or by Skype, then all you need to do is press star 2 to raise your hand. And I'll remind you just before we open the lines to do that, if you'd like to ask a question. So just to let you know, all you need to do is press star 2 to raise your hand, and then I'll go ahead and I will uh, open the line to answer your question. So again, if you've just joined us, uh, because you've made the commitment to being on the show today, my invitation to you is this. Give yourself permission to dive into the next hour with Susie and myself completely distraction-free. So shut the door, turn off your mobile phone, close down all of your other browsers or whatever else is open on your laptop if you've got that open. Take a breath and really just enjoy this time and space for you because in this day and age, it can be such a rarity to actually gift yourself with this kind of time and to immerse into your desires and and wanting to explore them. So my invitation for you is to do that, to really make it that sacred space. So here is what we're going to be covering on today's call. And then I'm going to introduce you to our beautiful guest, Susie. On today's call, we're talking about being a woman of power and, and how to be one for real. So we'll explore how to use the feminine archetypes as a doorway to ditch self-sabotage, and that's both in and out of the bedroom. Both Susie and I work with clients in the realms of intimacy and feminine embodiment, so I know the conversation is going to be really juicy around that. Uh, Secondly, we're going to share with you powerful ways to shift from uh, these three main archetypes of victim, rescuer, or martyr... And transform those three, Victim, Rescuer or Marsha, into heroine, Healer and Conscious Creatrix. So isn't that delicious? So that's the second thing we'll be exploring today. And the third is why. Why you've got to step into your most deeply, powerfully, authentic self today. Uh, how to why it's so important to step into that to step up and to step out and really give your gifts to the world now before it's too late and and my hope is that as we discuss this it will really give you a sense of uh, why it's important for you because when we know why everything else tends to fall into place so now what i'm going to do is introduce you to susie heath now susie is a very dear friend of mine and a colleague and we met a number of years ago uh, through my partner my intimate and life partner mo now susie is the author of the essence of womanhood and the newly released dance your way to the top so grab a copy of that if you can uh, because being a feminine leader is not just about being ceo of a company or um, of an organisation, you know, we're all feminine leaders. We lead our families, we lead our loved ones, uh, so I really encourage you to explore that. Uh, Susie is a leader in the field of feminine leadership and a specialist relationship and intimacy coach. And as an executive coach, she also guides professionals to a successful mindset. Um, her clients include celebrities and royalty. Uh, I can say from my experience of Susie, Susie, both personally and professionally, she is one of these wise women, uh, like Sabrina, who I interviewed um, two weeks ago, who has worked in this realm of feminine embodiment and empowerment, uh, both intensely within herself, within her own art of relating and being in the world and leading in the world. Uh, but also professionally, many many years of experience. So, put your feet up, get ready for a really beautiful, dynamic, and rich conversation. So, first of all, welcome,
1: Susie. Thank you, Lisa. Lovely, lovely to be here. It's, it's very early in the morning here. The sun is uh, has risen. And the sky is blue, which is unusual at the moment because we're having a bit of a challenging summer here in the UK. But lovely, lovely to be with you and thank you for your very beautiful introduction.
0: Mm, My pleasure. So we have a lot to dive into today. For those of you who are new to the show, just joining us today, uh, in case you're wondering who I am, because uh, if you're new, you might very well be. Uh, like I said, my name's Lisa Page and I'm the founder of Self-Satisfaction for Women and essentially I work with women uh, through mentoring programs and information products and online programs um, to empower women who really want more out of life, love and intimacy. And my passion in all of this is embodiment and I know that Susie and I share a very deep passion in this and for me it's come about because... After 14 plus years of working with women from around the world, what I really notice is, we intuit what what is true. We intuit that there's more that we could experience in our life, our love, our intimacy, and we might research it because we have a plethora of information. We might learn about it. We might feel that it's really important to do that, but it's dropping it into the body where women have the the greatest challenge. And yet, the feminine body is this exquisite um, vehicle, this exquisite um, embodiment of all. And so once we know how to tap into that and transform our knowings and our intuitions into embodiment, everything changes. So let's dive into today's call which is all about woman of power. So what I've noticed, Susie, and, and I would really love your experience on this, my feeling is that that we are empowered in many, many ways in, in especially in Western society. We have more opportunity perhaps than we have ever had before, more freedoms, right? And yet in some ways we're becoming less and less empowered in some ways we're more and more empowered but in some ways because of how society is at the moment we're less and less empowered and so I feel that what so many women who come to me for and and I know for you as well they want they really really genuinely want to feel authentically empowered and powerful and to not be afraid of that in their work, in their intimacy, in their sex, in their family life in in their artistic creation, would you say that that's a real yearning that you've seen as well?
1: Absolutely. What I've noticed over the years is how much women have stepped into their masculine power, thinking that that's the way that yeah. women are supposed to be powerful. So when I used to travel in, in the underground in London, you'd see all these men looking very grey, grey of face, grey of hair and stress and, and tense, and now I'm seeing women doing exactly the same. And almost sexless, you know, because they they've they've lost that... That beauty, that richness, that connection to who they are. And we've taken the, the brain as being the route to power. We feel, it seems that we've, we feel we've got to accumulate more and more information, that we've, we've got to go along that route, the very masculine route of power over in order to achieve and i'm seeing so many women coming back to me whose relationships have fallen apart because the intimacy is completely lacking mm-hmm. whose health is falling apart because they've lost connection with their body as you so beautifully said yeah. you know with the embodiment of who they are and who've who've either failed to have Um, what I call the richness of the feminine experience or who have uh, have, uh, disregarded it as being uh, sort of not for them because it's not powerful enough. It's too Mm -hmm. fluffy. You know, it's even like um, in in just very, very feminine things like like hanging washing out on a washing line. I put Mm -hmm. a post about that on Facebook not very long ago saying how much pleasure I get putting washing on a washing line and I had so many women going, oh my (laughs) god yes and not daring to say that because it sounds a bit funny you know we're supposed to be saying you know how many thousands of dollars we've earned this week and there was me going it was such a beautiful thing getting out and seeing and smelling you know the sunshine on the sheets and just and, and it's a primordial feeling and this is what we've we, I believe we need to tap into again because we've forgotten how. Yes. It, it's in yeah. our DNA, this primordial feeling of nesting, of of nurturing, of looking after um, our homes. But when you go to the shops, we go to the supermarket and you see people having watched all these amazing cookery programs, having watched all these programs on to how to transform your home, and they go to the shops and they buy ready meals. Yeah. You know, so we, we've we lost that connection with what makes us intrinsically female. We've Susie, handed over Susie, the power. Mm.
0: Susie, sorry. I'm really sorry. For some reason, your line has gone really, really glitchy, and we can barely hear you. It's really cutting in and out.
1: Ah, oh, um, okay. Is, can Shall we I hear me dial okay? in again? It's I can hear you beautifully. Books? Yeah, I can hear you beautifully. And okay. I'm plugged in at the main, so it should be okay. Do you want me to dial in again?
0: Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask you if you can to. um, I'm going to just um, pause the line Mm because I thought it might stop, but it's still continuing. Okay. Are you able to hang up and dial back in
1: again? Yep. I'll do that. Okay. I'll I'll keep
0: everyone occupied. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Speak a minute. Thank you. Okay. So I can still hear a very glitchy sound. A sincere apologies, ladies. There's something happening with uh, with the line. It's uh, quite glitchy. So I'm just going to test and see. For those of you who are on the webcast, can you just tell me how the sound is for you? Can you just tell me if the sound for you is okay? That would be brilliant. I'm really <laughs> I'm really sorry for the technical difficulties just bear with me for one moment
1: right I'm back can you still hear me have you got yes, me now Lisa? I can hear
0: you yes
1: just am bear I there
0: with me for one moment okay Susie. Yes, I can. So good. The glitchiness. it. It sounds like uh I've just had um sounds like it's uh not on the listener's end, it's only on my end.
1: So right, it okay. Really
0: glitchy, but
1: Okay.
0: But that's okay. So if it's a yes, long But listen, I can
1: hear you beautifully. I'm then. getting
0: the thumbs up. Right, okay. <laughs> that the sound is good from the sound man, so okay. Yes. All right, so we'll just keep going. Beautiful. All right, so sorry about that that's okay so we were talking about um pleasure there was something that you said in that susie that really struck me uh and you were talking about putting out washing Mm. you know oftentimes women say to me they don't know what to do because they can't get into their bodies they're overwhelmed with everything they've got to do which of course is stuck in that masculine mode of doing, doing, doing and they mm. feel good when they get to tick a few things off which is the masculine within us yeah. feeling good we feel free because yeah. we've ticked it off mm. but stuck on that treadmill of doing, doing, doing being overwhelmed and not being mm. able to feel their body and therefore mm. when it comes to a moment of sex and intimacy or it comes to a moment of just sitting down and having dinner with their family they are just unable to relax into that because their nervous system has just been trip, it's like it's a trip wire and it's just mm. um, circling in this perpetual state of fight or flight and when you're in fight or flight, obviously you go straight up into your head to, um, to try and work things out and, you know, it all becomes a vicious circle. And with this pleasure piece, I mean, for one woman it might be putting out washing, for another woman it might be knitting, for another it might be breast massage, for another it might be self-pleasure or a cup of tea, or lying on the lawn, or whatever brings us pleasure, we were never taught, oh, good on you for taking some time out for pleasure. Wow, you look so radiant because you've just enjoyed some pleasure. No one ever Mm -hmm. praised us for that as young women or little girls, right? But we were praised for Mm -hmm. getting the job well done and for being Mm -hmm. really competent, So in a sense, it's no wonder there are many gifts to being in this day and age, but also the simple pleasure of being alive is not something that we're praised for. It's not at all. And we've still got,
1: as you say, this tick list of of a a job well done. We -hmm. don't even celebrate when we've completed a job. It's so fascinating when people have done amazing things. You know, I, I've, I've had clients who've finished writing their books and they've sent them off to the publisher and I've said, what did you do to celebrate? Oh, I didn't have time for that. I had to get on with the next thing, having spent a year and a half writing a book. Wow. And, and uh, you know, it's all this that we don't celebrate what we've done and our achievements, small or large, need to be celebrated. This is life, moment yes. by moment. When we miss it, mm-hmm. you, you know, I, I've seen people at the end of their lives look back and go, that wasn't who I really was. Yeah. I missed so much because I was so busy watching the news or listening to the news or doing what I thought I was supposed to do that mm-hmm. i would missed my life. And part of the feminine is really understanding that In our bodies, we have a satellite navigation system, but we've overridden it so frequently by noise, by the bombardment of everything around us, that we fail to listen to those little whispers. And they're tiny whispers.
0: Mm.
1: You know, they might be tiny ones like, take a bottle of water with you when you go out today. And you think, no, I'll I'll buy something en route. But something will happen that will stop you buying it en route. Yeah, It it's, it's tiny, tiny whispers like, remember yeah. to take an umbrella. Oh, but it's not going to rain today. Oh, yes, it will. <laughs> you know, it, it's yes. funny little things that are so, such tiny whispers and we don't listen. But the body tells us everything.
0: You know, I really agree with that because I think that the more we disconnect from our body, the the more we stop ourselves from feeling mm-hmm. and as and feminine intuition you know i always liken it to there's a knowing there's a feeling knowing that kind of rises up from the depths of who we are and if your body is free and and alive and and there are no blocks either at the solar plexus your personal power or at the heart center, the heart power center, or your 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 capacity to express yourself at the throat power center, you know, if that's all really clear, then we get to feel that knowing and allow it and embody it. Mm-hmm. And then we feel like we're on track. But when we're disconnected from that, I think that's when life gets really, really confusing because we don't. We're being told something by our head, but it yes. doesn't feel quite congruent or it doesn't feel quite right. But like you say, oh, you know, there'll be something on, you know, there'll be water on the way or, or you know, it's better to have this job. You know, we start making decisions not based on that innate wisdom that's always informing us through our mm. bodies,
1: Because we haven't been told it's okay. We also haven't been told it's okay to feel good.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, we've yep. been very much brought up with religion, with parents, that it's not nice to say good things about yourself. You're not supposed to stand in front of a mirror and go, "You look gorgeous today." Yeah. You know, because you've been told you've got to be humble and and don't show off. We've mm-hmm. been told we've been told. You know, um, you have to repent for all your sins. Yeah, and that that terrific. is still so prevalent. I hear this mm. so often that I'm not. So, people say to me, "Well, you know, there's so much misery in the world. It's wrong for me to feel happy."
0: Mm. Amazing. And you say,
1: "But, well, but, how can you join that unhappiness without making the world a worse place? How yeah. about changing it round and and creating joy?" You're going to hear little meows now because one of the pussy cats that I'm looking after has just decided <laughs> to join us. Oh there you go. Beautiful.
0: <laughs> well, you know what um really speaks to me is that you know this you know we're talking about power and I, I really do believe that when the moments when you feel let's just call it bad about yourself, right? Yeah. It could be a judgment, it could be um, self-loathing, it could be annoyed, you know how, well, um, whatever it is, is, let's it. lump it all together when you yep. don't feel good about yourself you block yep. power with a capital P mm. you block the allowance of life force through you, you shut it down mm. and we know it because we've all had those moments where we've just felt freaking fantastic right? Yeah.
1: And when you do,
0: there's this aliveness and this openness because I think what happens is when we don't feel good about ourselves we've got to put the walls up a little bit we've got to put the armory up, we've got to mm. shut it down because we, of course we don't want anyone to see how bad we really are, so we, yeah. we shove something about ourselves in the shadow but when we do that we, we literally stop the flow of power through that part of our being. So tell me then, because I know that uh, you, you, I mean, like me, you work with archetypes, but I love, Mm. I love, uh, you said when we were talking about today's show, you know, let's talk about uh, transforming victim, responder, or martyr. Yes. And I really love, I love that we're going to be talking about those three archetypes because I think that they are three key archetypes that women in particular, are. each archetype has a light and a shadow aspect. And I think Mm -hmm. that women in particular can be prone to living out the shadow aspect. So tell me, I guess, tell me first of all, for me the way that I frame archetype or work with archetype is that it's a really beautiful way to get a better understanding of the pattern that might be moulding our behaviour, both desired behaviour and undesired, because of the fact that each archetype has a light and a shadow aspect. Yeah. So that's my very, very simplified mm. version. So, what about you? How, tell me how you use feminine archetypes in your work and, and how women can use these feminine archetypes as a doorway, as a doorway to transform self-sabotage into true empowerment?
1: Well, I use... Archetypes have been with us for thousands of years. You know, we see them in churches, we see them in in paintings, in architecture, everywhere. So everybody is familiar with the idea of the mother, the Madonna, with Mm -hmm. the idea of the angel with the idea of the nurse, the carer. We've, we've seen this everywhere. So we know how to do so many of the archetypes. And as you said, we're, we're brilliant at being rescuers, we're brilliant at being victims, and we're brilliant at being martyrs, mainly because that's what we've been taught, that's what we've been brought up with. Mm-hmm. So this is learned behavior more than innate behavior, my feeling is anyway. Yeah. And and historically, that's what we've been praised for. So we've tended to go that way, you know, feeling that that's the only way we're going to get praise. So what I do, I work with um, five particular archetypes, and I'm starting to introduce more now. I work with the warrioress because we need to have this tiger power. I'll talk, to you, I'll talk about her again in a minute. But we need to have that energetic power to really look after things that belong to us our money, our family, our businesses, mm-hmm. our bodies, our health, our fortune, our homes. We need to have this tigress. Deep inside us, not that she is a, ag- not that she is aggressive outwardly, but she has aggressivity in her.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. So
1: that she has that potential at any moment, should she need it, to mm. be able to use that. So she's not walking around going, you know, who can yeah. I beat up? Yeah. 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 It, it's very isn't much it it, it's that sort of tiger in the tank thing.
0: Isn't it? It's that instinctual. Protectress,
1: absolutely. Yeah, she's the warrioress. She's Artemis. She's she's the one who goes through the forest with her bow and arrow, that she can she can if she needs to use it, she will use it. Mm. And she's useful Mm -hmm. in so many places. She's useful at work. She's useful, you know, for defending people who don't have a voice of their own. Yeah so really yeah. important in the law and in, and from time to time in uh, a connection with the masculine. Yeah. Yeah. So I teach everything through through dance and movement. So yeah. it incorporated with specific pieces of music so that rather than just say go into what you might think warrioress should feel like in your head which is all again masculine behavior
0: Yes. It, it, this
1: is about embodying. So I've got particular yes. pieces of music, and, and I get my clients, and particularly if I'm running workshops, to roar and hiss and snarl and yes. slash their talents at each other to yes. really understand what it feels like to be a tigress yes. and yes. not be frightened. And it's so... who tend to be very pale and fearful. Yeah. And you can see just by by women's body language what they've not got enough of. It's that fire energy,
0: that fire
1: in the belly, that passionate uh, being that, that needs expression from time to time. She doesn't have to be on call all the time. Now the shadow side of her is that aggressive one that goes yes. out and just goes, you No, know, well you know, I'm 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 up against the world. I will fight anybody who comes into my corner. That's mm-hmm. the shadow side and that's mm-hmm. the one that's really not appropriate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just not appropriate. So but what I the reason I want to bring these in into the body is so that they become the default mechanism. Yeah. So that women really feel them in their body, so they can go, ah, oh, what would my warrioress do right now, or what would yeah. she say right now?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think I love because I'm the same That's why I I'm all about embodiment because I think that there is a place to use the mind as a tool, mm. uh, and yet if if we weren't having any trouble with embodiment, then we wouldn't all be here, right? I mean. Yeah. Yes, quite. dropping it into the body is, is where women have the most trouble and I mm. think that is because there are very few sacred spaces where they can feel it, they can try it on, I mean mm. once you know what it feels like to be both the tigress who is just willy nilly aggressive and also the tigress who is this fully empowered um force mm. and you feel what it is to be um devoid of that power completely yeah. Yeah. and you feel that what it feels like in your body i think it gives you a reference point that is essential it mm. really is so then tell me about um victim for women How, if, if, and I think probably, let me ask you this. Um, if I were a woman and I said to you, how do I know if I'm getting stuck in victim? You know, sometimes I feel like I, I'm i um, sort of stuck in a complainy kind of mode or mm. same with rescuer and martyr. I mean, mm. you know, the first step is awareness, isn't it? Like we've yeah. got to recognize okay, how how am I being right now? If I mm. were to observe myself, if I were to feel into myself as another woman would if she were standing opposite me, what would that woman feel? What would that woman see? Would she would she feel and see the victim or the victorious, the heroine? Would she feel and see the, the rescuer who's always about rescuing everyone else or, or the healer? Would she feel and see the martyr or the conscious co-creatrix? Mm. I mean... What awareness do you think women need to have as a starting point?
1: I think particularly listening to one's language. I'm a great believer in listening to language. You know, what are you saying out loud? What are you saying to other people? What are you saying? You know, what's that little gremlin inside you going? Oh, poor me. It always happens to me. Uh, What's wrong with me? Why do I always... So it's all very me-oriented, the victim. Mm the the rescuer is the one who goes oh there there ah you know don't cry dear it'll it'll all be all right just think positively yes. you know the, uh, when I'm running workshops I always because I do my workshops in silence I talk nobody else is allowed to talk so the head is allowed to go on holiday so we're yes. just really really embodying uh eyes and the movements and the learning what I always say to my women is if you see somebody crying please do not go and put your arm around them and give them a hanky yes. and give them a hug. Because yes. you're stopping that process of being allowed to release all that stuff that we carry around. And this is, mm. this is the typical rescuer who yes. goes and stops that flow in somebody else who looks mm. around for somebody who's in victimhood or who's ill or who's, or who's sick. And we're so good at it. This is the trouble and as women we want to make things more beautiful we we this is the mothering instinct in us the caring instinct that wants to heal that wants to mend that wants to create beauty wherever we go so every time we see something that's broken or or not very beautiful we want to beautify the space and we yeah. do it with people as well i had a client mm. the other day who said you know why do i always pick the wounded people the wounded men mm. And it's a very typical trait for a woman to go and try and and heal the wounds. And then having done so, and this wonderful man is then transformed, we're not interested anymore. Yeah. Because we want to go and find another wounded soul that we can make yeah. better. But yeah. this is, you know, I, I talk about a lot of this with, with the lover energy because, you know, two halves, yes, they make a whole, but two whole people make so much more. Yes. You know, that that's there's a beautiful piece of poetry whose name has completely gone out of my head, but it is that mm-hmm. two halves yeah. have no uh, option but to make a whole. But two holes, that is beauty, that is love. Mm-hmm. And it is so much about how when we can make ourselves whole and full yeah. and be celebrating that, then we stop becoming the victim. The victim is the one who says, you know, I'm too shy, I can't go and, and talk out loud to people I can't share my amazing talents with the world and it's Mm. so selfish the victim is actually a very selfish one it's Mm. always look at me look at me look at me Mm. whereas instead of being look at me look
0: look at how I'm being victimized
1: yeah look at look at how I'm being victimized but instead if we if we change it you know who am I and and what amazingness can I offer to the world today
0: do you, you know, know just a different
1: just, viewpoint.
0: Yeah, I love that, and and you know, there's something that I I always do myself, and I always get my my clients to do. It's kind of the feminine way of creating distance, so you can see the archetype going on. Um, you know, normally in a masculine practice, you'd say, you know, who is the witness? Who is, mm. do you know, who who is it that that's noticing this? And, yeah, you know, the question the... is to get mm. you to come to a point of, oh, yeah, awareness is noticing yeah. my mind doing this or mm. whatever. Mm. But for me, I, I always ask myself, okay, who am I that is noticing myself in victim mode? And as mm. soon as I ask the question, who am I, I know that I am love, love with a capital L. So, like, okay, so it's love, it's love that's noticing this, and I'm that. And just taking a breath for a moment with that can be enough to kind of, okay, all right, so I see you, I get that you're here, and I assume that if the victim is present, then what that means is she is aching to be victorious. Mm. that if the shadow aspect is what is alive and kicking mm. that that she is because she wants to be victorious, yes, you know right.
1: yeah, she wants out she wants she wants to be allowed to rest. So that that beauty and that love can come out. I want actually. Can I just talk about that one? Because you mentioned earlier about women um, self-loathing and hating themselves. And again, oh, the number of times I stand in front of you know 120 women to do a workshop or a talk or in the conference, and you say, you know, how many of you really don't love yourself or don't love your body? I would say. Uh, at least 85% probably put their hands up. So there's this massive self-loathing that is going on, and I think that's partly to do with the media and partly because, you know, we haven't been given permission to love ourselves. And women are waiting for the emotion of loving themselves. But it's not an emotion. It's a verb. Yeah.
0: To love yourself is a verb. Just pause and hear that for a moment. Loving yourself is not an emotion, it's a verb, it's a doing word.
1: It's a doing word. So this is, you know, this morning, and this is something that I urge everybody who's listening to do in the morning, in your morning shower, Mm -hmm. just stand under that shower and go, thank you, eyes, for being able to see. Mm. You know the flowers, the sky, my loved ones, my grandchildren, the the beauty of everything around me. Thank you mouth for being able to kiss, for being able to taste, mm. for being able to oh, just sense those amazing things. Thank you to my sense of smell mm. because without that we our lives are not enriched. Thank yes. you ears for being able to hear the music and and the bird song and the meow of the cat and your loved one saying beautiful things. Thank you shoulders, thank you arms, thank you hands. Thank you for being able to caress. And I thank all the parts of my body for the amazing work they do. Thank you heart for beating. Thank you my liver and my kidneys for doing all that filtering. Thank you to my intestines for working so hard without me even having to do anything. And I even thank my anus. Yes. Without it, what would I be full of? That's right. <laughs> so, you know, and you thank yeah. your your girl parts, your lady mm. parts, your vagina, your mm. your breasts, you know, all parts. Thank your feet for being able to walk, for being able to touch your mm. uh, the earth. And when you do this, when you start to do this as a loving verb, it, it's just appreciation. Mm. It's pure appreciation. And like money in the bank, appreciation appreciates.
0: Yeah.
1: It yeah. grows, it develops the more you do it. So you don't have to love your body as an emotion. You love it as a loving action. And from there you'll find that you start to feed your beautiful body Food that it desires yep. rather than what your you've been told you should be eating, mm. but what your body desires, and your body mm. will tell you when it 's had enough
0: you know it's really interesting you know this this i I really see this piece around appreciation being a doorway i really mm. i really i notice in myself that a situation or how I'm being in it can be completely transformed by finding that which I appreciate yeah. in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I and if you look at the polarity, the duality of the world, I do really believe that in every given moment, we are equally supported as we are challenged. So in a moment of mm-hmm. challenge, if we mm-hmm. look, if we widen our perspective field enough, mm-hmm. we'll see where we are also being supported, that both yeah. do happen in the same moment. Mm-hmm. And if we can, I don't mean in a wishy-washy-woo-woo, oh yeah, I'm really grateful for the fact that, you know, and your life's going down the toilet and it's really yeah. freaking hard. I'm not saying mm. deny how you feel about it, but mm. but this piece around appreciating yourself mm. in it, appreciating, um, because again, we'll come back to this piece around how we feel about ourselves fundamentally, fundamentally impacts the depth and the force of power with a capital p that can move through us mm. that can be through our, i mean let's all face it when we are in a moment of really not liking who we are our voice gets smaller we don't yeah. speak our truth with that full force of power do we mm. because because we don't there's something we're not appreciating about ourselves similarly mm. you know if we're in a moment with our partner and they and he uh says something, and it triggers us to feel unloved in that moment, if we um fall into this trap of not appreciating ourselves in it mm. of mm. not loving ourselves of judging, feeling bad, all of that stuff, immediately we block this flow of power, whereas if we can find this appreciation. For ourselves i just feel like it kind of um it opens a doorway for this power to kind of flow through again it's almost like i can see this it's all dark and there's a crack of light and if you, mm. you know the, the appreciation is what jammies it open so that more and more can come through i guess that's why before we go on i just want to let everyone know that um all of you are on the webcast at the moment which is great if you would like to um, ask us a question live and to speak with us personally, go ahead and dial uh, the phone number that's on the web page and uh, we'll see you pop up on the screen. And then when it comes to Q&A time, you can speak with us live. If you do have a question uh, then and you want to do it via the webcast, you can type it in around about now. And we'll be uh, going to questions uh, in about five to seven minutes. So let me just ask you, Susie: um, victim, rescuer, martyr.
1: Hmm.
0: How these three core archetypes? Um, why is it so important to transform into heroine, healer, and conscious creatrix? And and how? this what is the simple way i know that we both know very well that sometimes it takes a little bit of unraveling and working mm. with uh that's why we work with women one on one or in groups and you know sometimes it does take that in depth one on one work but if, if 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 there's a woman on the call who who recognizes in this moment you know what man i'm spending way too much time rescuing everybody else and mm-hmm. not being in my power when I could be a healing force rather than draining myself by trying to rescue everyone, or, man, I'm really being a martyr. You know, I really see how I'm being a martyr, and I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be a conscious creatrix of my life and my intimacy and my relationship, or or I don't want to be a victim anymore. I want to be the heroine of my own life. Mm-hmm. We've talked about awareness being the first step and noticing noticing uh the words and the language that we're saying both internally and externally and appreciating ourselves in the moment um, even though we are you know playing out that pattern embodying that archetype or the shadow aspect what what then what, what would you say to any woman who really is committed to transforming
1: um i I think the the first thing is to learn to honor yourself honor your energy honor what's really important to you and learn learn to say no and learn to say yes again one of the things i teach is practice saying no Mm. you know just practice saying no because we're so good at saying yes to things because particularly if we're Known for being able to do things well. You know, ask yeah. a busy woman and she'll say yes because she's yeah. capable. Yeah. So we've got to practice. You need to walk around your kitchen going, no, no thank you. That's very kind of you for asking me, but it's not appropriate right now for me. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't work for me right now, but thank you for asking. Mm. What we tend to do is go, oh, I'm really sorry. We apologize for, yes. our, for our existence. Mm. So can we stop apologizing for our existence? Stop saying, I'm sorry for everything. I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm sorry I'm such a nuisance. I'm sorry, and we do it all the time. This is such victim and martyrdom. So stop Mm. apologizing for your existence. Mm. You don't need to. The fact that you're here, that you're on the earth, that you've made it this far, is in itself a miracle, yeah. You know, when you look at each other you go, Oh my God, you're a miracle because you're here. Mm. There's something in your ancestral energy, someone in your ancestral history did the right thing. Yeah. Because. And that is why you're here. you the chances of you here being here are zillion to one.
0: Yeah.
1: Absolute mm. zillion to one. Mm. And when we look at that and start to go, Oh my goodness. Yes. Mm. So I, I do deserve to be here. I am worthy. Mm. Uh, why am I here? What's What's my purpose? And when we have a big enough why... That's what I think we, we get out of victimhood, we get out of martyrhood. What what am I here to do? What really matters to me? At the mm. end of my life, what will I say? Will I say, that was a life well lived? Thank goodness I was able to give mm. off this bit. You know, whether you're a chocolate maker or a nappy changer or a gardener or a, mm. a cook or work in a factory or you're a, a coach or a dancer or a say it doesn't matter what you do. Mm. But my feeling now <clears throat> is that it's really important that we step up and own who we are and stop these old wounds. It, it, it's we've done enough of this woundology stuff. Yeah, you know we've spent aeons doing it. We, we, it's time to just quit. Just yeah. say enough already. You know, just stop doing it. You don't even have to analyze it. Just go and look for things that make you joyful. And yeah. it's about over, it's like rewriting over a CD. You know, you, you can get a CD yeah. and, and you yeah. record some music on, and then you can rewrite over it. Yes. Yeah. So the it's more that you, you rewrite fun. over,
0: mm. Mm. then
1: then more those experiences start to take priority and you start to mm. seek them out more.
0: You know, it's it's funny that you say that because I think the thing about woundology, I mean, um, you know, we're in the in the age where there are more self help books on the shelf than probably any other book, and mm.
1: um,
0: I think as part of the, as part of that, we've also become very self focused and very uh, almost yeah. narcissistic, mm. and also um, feeling paralysed by oh I can't do this because I have this pattern or I have that wound and yeah. and 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 we're so Geared toward doing internal work, doing mm. the work yeah. that we forget to just get on with it. And yes, leave. and I and I and I can put my hand up for that. I was um, actually on the line with my with my business coach the other day, and I said, "Look, I don't think I've got any questions at the moment. You know, I'm, everything's going really well. You know, I've you know got everything in place." And and I said, "Well." I said, maybe, maybe you could work on me um, uh, around this. You know, this I want to uh, create this this project and I feel there's something internal blocking me. And she just went, no. <laughs> yeah,
1: said, get what? over it. Yes. <laughs> she <laughs> said, no.
0: And I said, what? She said, well, you've done it before, haven't you? And I said, yes. She said, okay. So you just get on with doing it again.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, And it was really that simple. And, and it's really... It really made me laugh, because I I yeah. see how, you know, we think, oh, I'm feeling a little this about this, and maybe I need to do some internal work. Actually, maybe I just need to get on with it. Yeah, you know?
1: maybe you maybe just maybe need I... to go out into the forest. Maybe you just yeah. need to go and lie in the sun. Maybe you need a shower. You know, maybe yeah. you need a bite of chocolate. Maybe you need water. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's listening. What is your body actually saying, not what's your head saying? Yeah. Because... About 97% of the thoughts that you're thinking are thoughts that have come from somebody else or somewhere else, or they're thoughts that you've already thought many times before, so they've become, you know, A instead of tiny little filaments of, of thread, they become like what I would call the channel tunnel, like, you know, great big uh, motorways, highways, yes. because we've gone down those mm. paths so often. This is about living, for goodness sake. You know, get on with life. I, I'm creating a program at the moment called Dare to Live, mm. because so many women are just not not doing it. They're waiting, waiting, putting on more weight until mm. everything's perfect. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. If it if was I, perfect, you yeah. wouldn't need to be here. You'd be a little light, sparkling yes. around in the universe.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. And I and I um, I think that what happens is we again this piece around this theme around being disembodied, disembodied mm. it becomes so strong because we prevent ourselves from living the moment, from yeah. moving forward in some area because we're so wound up in our head about, mm. am I getting it right? Am I getting it wrong? Yeah. Am I, yeah. you know, am I, am I being a this or am I, you know what I mean? We yeah. get very, very stuck in our heads and mm. again, the mind is a tool but it's not the power center I always say to my clients there are three main power centers Mm. for women pussy power, personal power Mm. and heart power and so when you can feel into that power, that molten Mm. lava divine feminine power that resides Mm. literally in the energy centers of your vagina your yoni, whatever you want to call it And when you can feel that and allow it, again, allowing it by loving that part of you, by loving that power, and then letting whatever you're being informed of to just arise up. And you'll start to notice, okay, so I can feel that feeling. I see this with clients in one-on-one sessions all the time. You know, I'll ask them right deep down, what do you feel informed of? What's the feeling that's rising up? And they'll say, it's this right it's a desire for this or it's Mm -hmm. i must do this and and then inevitably it gets stuck at around the solar plexus because in that context for some reason um she doesn't um she's not yet given herself permission to act on what she's being informed about Mm -hmm. and a lot of times it's because we fear we're going to lose something. We're going to lose someone's love or someone's respect mm-hmm. or someone's something. Normally for the feminine, it's love, obviously, or a form of love or approval. But, you know, when that's clear and you can receive that informing and then the power center, the personal power center is clear because you're, you're good to go, you can hear it and embody it, and then you can feel it fully and live it. mm you know, everything everything changes. I think it's good to notice where do you get stuck.
1: Absolutely, and and come away from the mind. The mind is always the analytical, masculine bit. That's mm. you know, if you can put your hand on your on your belly, hand on your womb space, hand on your mm. on your heart, and you know, ask, okay, well, you know, what what would we, what would my heart like right now? Yeah what would What would give me pleasure right now yeah. what What can I do right now to change this quickly, mm-hmm. easily, and effortlessly mm-hmm. and it's not about ignoring what's going on it's just it's just about shifting the emphasis so you don't spend so long regenerating pain and anxiety. Mm-hmm. One thing I just wanted to mention very quickly is yeah. um very often i I work with with literally with the physiology and the and I help women to stand correctly. So mm. if you if your feet are, are pointing sideways a little bit like a duck, yeah. then yeah. your brain will be unsure which way to go. Yeah. So I had a client here the other day with a VIP day and I I got her to change her feet to pointing forwards mm. and she went, "Oh my, oh my goodness. Yay." Yes.
0: Okay because so the, he, energy, thinking, yeah,
1: the energy Yeah, the energy then went through, it could flow. Whereas yes. when she was in duck stance with her yes. feet at forty five degrees, her brain yes. was going, Shall I do this or shall I do this? Very yes. double minded. So it's yes. literally it's things in your physiology will affect yes. your emotions um, dramatically. Absolutely. absolutely. So and don't get way- caught in in this uh analysis because yes. it's often just your body needs to move into a different place. As soon as you move your physiology, change your physiology, jump yeah. up and down, yeah. um, You know, stretch your arms, look up to the change sky, smile, change yeah. your moving, put some belly dancing music on mm. and just move mm. and your emotions will change so you can look at it in, in a more empowered state. Mm.
0: Yeah, I love that. And this piece around... Um, When we do couples' immersions, um, we're giving both men and women refinements to how to be Mm. with each other. It's all closed Mm. on, right? Yeah. he's standing in front of her and breathing her. I mean, I can't tell you how many men I've had to, you know, move their feet. Yes. Because exactly what you're saying, when his hips are tilted the wrong way or his feet, she can't trust him. There's not a solid mountain there no nope. because the That's energy funny. can't flow through that and yeah. so here's this here's the thing how we hold our body how, whether it's open or closed determines yeah. how much power can move through us and that is our empowerment the open the openness or the closure of our mind determines how much power moves yeah. through us the openness or the closure of our feelings I mean you can feel agonized or enraged but if you feel it with a sense of openness yeah. then real power can move through you but if you feel mm. it with a sense of closure yeah. you shut down with it you you yeah. just block power so i don't think you ever lose power i just think that you block it from flowing mm. through you mm. as it would naturally if there was no closure
1: yeah
0: Mm. All right now let me just check Susie I'm going to go back to the question page and see if there are any questions so ladies uh if you're on the webcast listening in you're very welcome to ask a question uh very quickly I know that we're almost near the end and if you're on the phone line let's have a look everybody's on the webcast <laughs> yeah. so no one's going to no one's going to put their hand up for a for a voice question all right so let me just check let me check the question box. So if you have a question, pop it in now and we're very, very happy to answer it. Okay, I'll refresh that in just one moment. So, hmm, So, Susie, why do you feel um, now is the time? Why do you feel that it's so important for us I know that i I have my own my own yeah. why what, yeah. why is it for you that you think that you know what now's the time for us to be giving back giving our gifts to the world to be to being truly empowered i'm
1: I'm just saying well we all are we're seeing so much devastation we we feel that the light that life is getting more conscious and then mm-hmm you see something else that makes you think well maybe we're not as conscious as we think we are I spoke yeah. to somebody the other day and I said we need to think, you know, seven generations like the grandmothers did and like the, yeah. the ancestral tribes and this person said to me I don't think we've got seven generations yeah. and well, that really funny. horrified it home, me it? it hits home we haven't got seven generations mm. so if we don't do this work now, if we don't uh transform what's going on now, then your great 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 grandchildren will not have a world to be in, yeah. and that really hit home you know i i'm I've got two little grandsons one's seven one is one, and I want them to live and breathe and play and yeah. you know be fulfilled and have families and 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 you know have a, a wonderful life. But if we don't do something now, and this is this is also helping our men and guiding our men and working in conjunction with our men, this is not an either-or thing. This is very much working in conjunction, in cooperation, in uh, with love with our men, and yeah. creating a, an amazing world. Because we need mm-hmm. to do it quickly.
0: Yes, I totally agree with that. And, Susie, a question has come through from Andrea, and she said, I'm with a self-confessed weak man and have become mm. quite masculine like an alpha male mm. warrior. How do I get back to find the real me, the feminine one that I and he love?
1: I think she needs to step back into her lover energy. This is the love energy, and it's so easy, isn't it, when we're with a, a weaker person to get to, in order to try and show them what strength yes. looks like, we tend to go strong ourselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that,
1: that doesn't mean to say there's a strong and a weak.
0: Mm. It's
1: just more yin or more yang. You know, it's not a straight line That's between correct. the yin and the yang, it's a curve. Yes. So sometimes you will need to have that. That stronger energy. Mm. Um, and that's fine. Uh, you know, you can't bring a baby out of the world if you're being in your feminine. Yes, you can't. Absolutely. You have to have yang energy to push that baby out. Yes. If you're li- just lying there going, ah, life's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> that baby is not, you've got yes. to push like crazy.
0: Mm. That's
1: yang energy. So, you know, life has this flow of yin and yang. Yeah. But we need, as women, I believe, to be about 70% in our feminine. And only mm-hmm. about 30% in our masculine energy. So, my advice, and it's going to be tough, uh, you know, uh, because it is tough if you're with a weaker man, is to go into your feminine much more. Go into that yin energy, that lover energy, mm-hmm. particularly of loving yourself, going and finding what pleasures you. You know, that mm-hmm. may be self pleasure, it may be buying yourself flowers, it may be just being in that yin energy and invite him to step into that masculine.
0: Yeah, and I agree, I mean, with all the work that we've done with couples, you know, being in that yin energy is being the overflow of love and Mm. pleasure and feminine energy. Yeah. But it's not to say that that's wishy-washy. I mean... No, it's not. When you step back, he has an opportunity to step up. Now, here's Mm. the the dilemma. He may not.
1: He may not be not to. Yeah.
0: But the only way to know if he is ready is to embody the, f- so for example, you know, we we used to have a, we have a couple in New Zealand that we've worked with quite a bit, and she would say, oh, you know, my man, I've got to organize everything, you know, whenever, you know, we're about to go somewhere, I even drive, and I've got to say, when are we going, and and I said, okay, so, so this is what's going to happen this weekend, you're just going to enjoy the most delicious pleasure, and you're going to be overflowing with that. Mm. and you're just going to sit on the couch and you're going to wait for him to pick up the keys so when he says to you are we going soon you just say yeah when you're ready Mm. and you lie on the couch and you be Mm. completely receptive you're inviting him to step up when he will is up to him Mm. but if you say okay yes let's go and you go to pick up the keys or you say let's go at this time Mm. then what happens is someone has to be in the feminine in that dynamic And if you are in your masculine, he will naturally be polarised into his feminine. Yeah. And it's not to say, be disempowered as a woman. It's it's to say, know what you want out of this moment. Is this a moment where I where I want to invite my man to step up into his strong masculine presence because it will serve him, us and the world? Or is this a moment where I need to be directed? For example... Um, I need you to do this, or, you know, get off the road, a car's coming on, or whatever. You know, the, 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 there's no hard and fast rules, but but like Susie is saying, being the invitation is all you can be, and um, that gives him the space to step in and step up.
1: In and it's all right life. to have a conversation. Mm. It's okay to have a conversation, because a lot of men don't know that it's okay to be in their masculine energy. Yeah. They've been told off for it before, so it's okay to sit down and say, you know, make an appointment. Say, I'd really, I'm learning a lot about what it's like to be uh, in my feminine energy, which I've forgotten about. I'd really like to sit and talk about it with you at some stage. Mm -hmm. Could we speak Mm -hmm. on Tuesday afternoon at three o'clock? Yes.
0: Yeah, exactly. And sit exactly.
1: and say, look, this is what I'm recognising is that I'm becoming overbearing, I'm and it's affecting my health and it's affecting our our, our intimacy and you know, I'm just not enjoying life the way I'd like to. Mm-hmm. What I'd really like is are you able to provide this for me?
0: Yeah, exactly. And the word provide is a really good trigger word for the masculine as mm-hmm. well, as as mm-hmm. we know. I would need, and could you provide? Are words yeah. that most men are naturally triggered to. come yeah. Oh, hang on! What did I just hear?
1: Because yes. they want to
0: provide men, and that's yes. provided. provide
1: Absolutely beautiful.
0: Now I know we have to finish. We're we're already four minutes over. So there is. Oh, question! I know. There's one more question coming in from Shailen, and she's saying, "How can pleasure bring me closer to financial prosperity? Um, now, Shailen, um, both Shailen and Andrew are in my um, uh, mentor circle, so we can explore more in there. Um, can I give I, a quick answer? Yeah, you give your quick okay. answer. You
1: my a- quick answer is sit down and look at what happened when you were little and look at all of the financial abundance that flowed into your life. You know, did you live in a house? Did you have food on the table? Did you have shoes? Did you have clothes to wear? Did you have a bath to to wash in? Did you have shampoos and soaps and and you know look and just be really grateful for those? Just appreciation. I'm not terribly keen on this word grateful. I I, I, I it's grating. Grateful mm. is grating on me. But appreciation of everything that has brought you now, you know, appreciation of the fact that you have a telephone and that you have food on the table and mm. that you can buy flowers and you have a computer and really start putting that into your daily awareness again because the more you appreciate what you have had that's brought you to now and the more you appreciate what you have now the more you will open up to an abundance of wealth and energy and money Mm -hmm. it really works Mm -hmm. and keep asking what else is possible
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and you know what i would I would throw in there as well Shailen, is this is that, as you know um when you experience pleasure, your mind clears, your body relaxes, mm. your heart opens you- you are nourished if mm. you want to create financial prosperi- prosperity, then you need to be in your masculine to a certain degree too. Yeah. Uh, create and sustain structures for the flow of finances to come mm-hmm. in first of all to be useful to flow out so in order to hold that structure you you hold a certain amount of tension in your body there's you know you're you're giving out of energy right so just the very simple discipline of pleasure for the purpose of clearing the mind relaxing the body opening the heart for that flow abundant flow within yourself is important It's also to nourish you so you have the energy. And also, the state of orgasm is... The orgasmic state is an incredibly potent, powerful state. And you cannot underestimate... I mean, there are practices uh, that I've done um, where you harness that orgasmic power to create in Mm. the world. Whether it be... Um, financial prosperity, or um, uh, anything else in your life, that orgasmic energy is incredibly powerful. So that being an orgasmic woman, and, and orgasmic doesn't necessarily mean just having an orgasm as we know it, a clitoral orgasm, but but allowing the pleasure of life
1: mm. to be
0: alive in us, to flow through <coughs> us. That because is naturally orgasmic, mm. and the allowing of that truly opens is another doorway to open us to the power with a capital P that
1: yeah.
0: is always ever present. So,
1: so, so what if you're a walking orgasm with everything with life? There
0: you go. Because nature
1: is nature is yeah. a living orgasm.
0: Absolutely, it exactly. is.
1: Yeah. it is. You do only have to look. You know, in springtime when everything's just mm-hmm. bursting, it's all orgasmic.
0: Absolutely.
1: So when we can just feel like that and and you have that knowing in your body Mm. that all your cells are vibrant and alive and juicy and delicious. Oh, I want to talk for hours now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So on that beautiful (laughs) note, we need to finish. I know. So Susie, thank you so much. I want to say this because I didn't say it in the beginning. For anyone who wants to know more about you and your work, they go to... SusieHeath.com, correct
1: yes yeah, so it's just a little squeeze page at the moment but there's a free download of a little book called little gems which was taken from my my main book the essence of womanhood reawakening the authentic feminine so please do go and download that and enjoy it
0: well thank you so much it's been beautiful to oh
1: it's been lovely lisa thank you so much for inviting before. me it's been beautiful no,
0: my pleasure and thank you for being here and to all the women who have joined us today, thank you so much. Yeah, and if thank you're listening to the podcast, there. then please feel free to explore more about Susie Suzy at susieheath.com. And, and I'm on
1: Facebook, Facebook. as well, so I'd be delighted. Yep. Delighted to welcome you there. And
0: um, if you'd like to know more about soulsatisfactionforwomen.com, come and uh, explore. There's a plethora of um, juicy goodies for you to explore and we also now have uh, and susie has actually joined us in this group we have a soul satisfaction for women facebook group it's a closed group so we have amazing conversations in there so look us up on facebook soul satisfaction for women virtual women's circle and uh, if you want to ask more questions then you're welcome to join the conversation there as well so thank you so much. Thank you, Susie. Lots of bless love. Bless you.
1: Thank you. And to you too. Thank you. Lovely uh, to be will with you all. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And,
1: you too. and I've got a purring pussycat just saying goodbye. <laughs> <as many.
0: laughs> there you go. That's rather perfect. <laughs> <laughs> another, another
1: pussy power, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh,
0: beautiful. All right. Thank you so much. Thank Lots you so love. much. Take care. God and bless. We'll Bye. And we'll see you all in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye-bye. You are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from soulsatisfactionforwomen.com. For further information on events, workshops, coaching and free products, please visit www.soulsatisfactionforwomen.com.